Welcome. Thanks for joining me again this week on the Heads Together podcast. I'm your host, Jill Mokes, and this week I am joined by Deborah Driscoll. Deborah is just phenomenal. She is an author, a spiritual teacher, an energy guide, and the founder of Big Life Magic, which is, wait, go run now, go take a look. All the links obviously are going to be in the show notes, but you need to check out what Deborah does. She is just, ah, she has got me this anti-manifestation, which is what I am. She has got me really energized and interested in what she so unapologetically calls magic. And there's a reason that she has captivated me with this. And it's because she makes this spiritual side of business very accessible and very understandable for people like me, people who perhaps aren't as tuned in to the spiritual side of things as other people are. So I just love my conversations with Deb. She is fabulous. She's the author of A Series of Surrender, A Memoir of Grief. She wrote that book after her son Sage passed away unexpectedly. And again, I'll link to everything in the show notes because Deborah's really someone that you're going to want to get to know. I just know it. Deborah's working on crafting her first oracle deck at the moment, and she's going to be calling that Surrendering to Magic. Isn't that just fabulous? In our conversation, we really go into what is magic? What does Deborah mean when she talks about that? And how does embracing this magical side of business, this spiritual side of things, how does it or how can it impact our life and our relationship with our business? And you're going to understand why I'm talking about that as if we are, our business is this other person that we have a relationship with, because this is the topic that Deborah and I are talking about today. And it's really interesting. It's a really interesting lens to look at your business through. So, I am excited to introduce you to her. So let's dive in. Welcome, welcome to the Heads Together podcast. I'm Jill Mokes and I am obsessed with cutting through the noise when it comes to growing your business. Each week via intimate coaching conversations and inspirational stories, I share what it really takes to get the results you want in a way that feels right to you. I am all about attracting higher ticket opportunities, building authentic relationships and creating the abundant, full fat version of your dream business. I mean, how many of us have beavered away creating a light version of what we really want? The thing is, I honestly believe when you're outstanding at what you do, there is no limit to what you can achieve. So, Are you ready to put our heads together and make it happen? Let's go. Hey, Deb, welcome to the podcast. Hello, hello. What a delight to be here. Oh, the pleasure is mine, definitely. I love our conversations. Yeah, we connected quite easily and there was quite a bit of spark. 
there was. And that's why I've been very excited about sharing you with my audience who I know are going to love you like I do. (laughs) It's a love fest. So before we dive in to our topic today, which is tapping into the magic of your business, first of all, Deb, I'd love if you could just tell the audience a bit about your journey to where you are now, because you have such interesting stories and what it is you do now, who you serve and how you serve them. Yes, thank you. What a journey. I believe we all have journeys in, we continue to arrive, don't we? So today I um, am a spiritual teacher and an energy guide and an author and I work in the magic realm, which may sound a lot of woo to a lot of people, but I want to say I am one of the most grounded, practical people that you will meet. So the work that I do is assisting and supporting people to believe in and tap into the magic within them, which to me is what your spirit is supporting you in in this earthbound life. And this comes from a position of 30 years of study with a whole heap of different modalities and healing and transformation, natural health, and also my life experience of being someone who has been active in my spiritual practice. You know, at times when life is journeying along, in a way that feels exciting and also times when life has been absolutely devastating. Yeah. I have the grounded and balanced experience also of what does it mean to have a spiritual practice in every step of your life, whether your heart's broken or your heart is, you know, inspired with what you do. So a lot of my work has come through grief transformation and also stepping into like how do we actually really believe in spirit and the universe because I've had a lot of questions and I've challenged and I've studied and now where I'm at now is I believe we all get to co-create with the universe our own big life magic which is why my business is called Big Life Magic. Which I just love. That name of your business, Big Life Magic and Knowing you, it's it's such a perfect name. Where I find every conversation that I have with you, Deb, is really expansive. And I think that's an overused word, but there is something about having a conversation with you that makes like it makes my shoulders go back and makes me open up. You know, it just I don't know. There's something very captivating about conversations with you. <laughs> and that is what I inspire to do because I like Something I say often in my work, definitely within my community, I have a virtual community called the Big Life Magic Makers, and I'm saying this again and again because I want people to believe it, you are the magic. Like I don't believe we need to reach outside of ourselves for the guru or the angel or the magical guide. I mean, they can all support us, absolutely. But I'm all about actually what you're talking about there, that expansiveness of opening up that heart space and opening up to the possibilities for you and saying, yes, let's play. Mm, Just being open. Tell me if I've got this wrong, but the feeling I get from you is that for people who maybe don't currently have a spiritual practice or who maybe are more on the sceptical side of Woo. Mm-hmm. 
all that you ask from them is to be open, isn't it? To begin with, it's just to be open. Well, it's actually, I actually use the word curious. Oh, that's a better word. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that if we are magic curious, we can find our own way. Mm-hmm. Whereas we can't be curious and judgmental at the same time. Like we can't hold those extremes. Mm. So if we move towards curiosity, we do naturally move towards opening up. Like I've worked with a lot of people who they're like, I'm not into talking to the angels. And I'm like, great, we don't have to. A huge body of my work is actually helping people through grief transformation, what I call a big life loss. Yeah. And this is when people's belief in in spirit or the universe can absolutely be challenged. And I mean, it was for me, like my experience 10 years ago, my son Sage unexpectedly died at the age of 10 and my world turned upside down. So everything I believed about the universe was up for discussion. I had a lot of questions. Everything was challenged, but my belief actually never faltered. And if anything, it was a period in in my life where my connection to my spirit and the magic I felt I had at my fingertips was really potent. Mm. It's really potent. It was a huge shaping of, of who I am. And I believe we all get to choose because you are the magic. So you choose your magical adventure. But there's some people in my magic community, they're like, I'm not going to pray. And I'm like, okay, you don't have to. Because some people have some weird experiences with how they grew up with different religions and prayer. And I'm like, okay, you get to choose. That's a part of owning it. It's like you own it. You get to decide. You get to choose. As we're talking about that and talking about magic and talking about prayer, is there something here where people struggle sometimes with some of the the definitions of these things? So Mm -hmm. when, like, we're having this conversation now about magic, but the question that I really want to ask is, what is magic? Oh, yes, yes. Sometimes we want to ask that big, obvious question, don't we? But then we think, oh, have I left it too long to actually ask that question because we've spoken before and I don't think I've asked you that question and, and we've spoken before. So it's funny, isn't it? But that's really the question I want to ask. What is it? Yes. Yes, indeed. Magic, I believe, is what we create. So my belief is that we are spiritual beings currently having an earthbound experience. And earth is our massive classroom. And all the people that we meet are our classmates and we meet some teachers along the way and we meet some bullies in the playground even. But we're here, our essential soul is here in our earthbound body to learn, expand and grow. And the magic is in the co-creation between our spirit and the universe and our earthbound journeys. So it's actually, it's the space between Mm -hmm. The magic happens in the spaces between, which is why I say we have a choice. Like you are the magic. It's not something happening to you. You make the choices about your life, about how you want to transform or heal or not, Mm -hmm. whether you want to believe in the possibility for yourself or not. Like you get to create how far will this magic go? 
but the magic is not out there. It's not some ethereal thing that you either are lucky enough to get or not get. Magic is natural. It is an absolute natural vibration. Our spirit, our soul self, wants to move towards co-creation because we're here to learn these lessons and we're moving from classroom to classroom with different people and different soulmates and different lessons along the way and every step we've got a choice. We can create magic. So magic may be how you want your family to be. Mm -hmm. Magic may be what business are you creating. Magic may be when you're like going into a deeper dive with, I want to manifest this next chapter for me. You know, I believe magic can be a part of your everyday. First of all, that's the first time I've kind of had a really good answer to that question. You know, it is something that I've toyed with in my mind. And there's something here around language, isn't there? Because that, you know, manifestation we hear a lot. But what I like about the word magic and what I love about your definition of magic being inside, it's internal, it's not external, and it's a choice and you create it. I think that is really, really bloody exciting. And this is why I wanted to really explore this with you from this business perspective because what does that Mm -hmm. mean for us then as business owners I mean something you just said then about well certainly manifesting I'm interested in I've always been in the almost like the anti-manifestation camp because of bad experiences of manifesting gurus you know which is very much about you know close your eyes and wish really hard and it will appear before you But I also can see enough hints around me of people like yourself that I want to know more. I want to understand it better. And I really want to explore magic in that wider context of business with you. Yes, because it's fun. Yes. Our spirits always want to have fun. And I do believe in making spiritual practice accessible. Like really grounded, practical, what is this going to mean for you? Because I agree, like for years I had spiritual practice and I was sharing it with people around me. I was in also clinical practice doing Reiki and different healing modalities and I really did not want to ever step towards anything close to guru because mm. I, I still am very anti-guru. I don't believe we follow somebody else. I believe we tap into our own magic and we follow ourselves. What I do as a spiritual teacher is I give people the steps with, well, how do you actually do that? Yeah. There's ways you can do it. It's not read the book and then it's magic. And sometimes the gurus make it, it's too vague. It's too ethereal. It's too, you know, I'm sorry, but those words, those beautiful, beautiful words just aren't going to cut it with me. I want to understand it properly and I want to know how to do it and how to create that magic inside I I want to know how (laughs) yeah and that's the work that I do particularly within my magic community and also people who work with me one-on-one is I call them activations I give people literally here's the one two three that's going to help to activate or unlock what you need now and it's what I've done with my own business Mm. 
So it's something that I've stepped into this year in particular because I was doing as we do in business, creating what I think I should be creating. Were you shooting all over yourself, Deb? I was apt. I was shooting in every corner. You were shooting everywhere. In every email, in every interaction. I just went down the should shoot and I didn't feel good. Mm-mm. So it didn't take me long. Like by April, I'm in a I'm in a group coaching session with a business coach and other women who are, you know, working to create the businesses that they want and we're all like the go-getter women and then it came out of my mouth. I was like, I don't think I'm playing the game I want to win. And everyone in the in in the Zoom room just stopped and I went, what did I just say? And I was like, oh, well, it's out there now. It's like that is what I've been searching for. Yeah, can we just say that again? I asked myself, am I playing the game I want to win? That is powerful. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, I'm not. Mm. That's why this doesn't feel good because I'm not. I'm playing somebody else's game, the game of should, build this type of business, be this type of woman in business. You need to do this if you're an online entrepreneur. Should, 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 should. And I was like, no. So what I did is I went into deep dive activation for self. Mm -hmm. Everything I teach and share, I have done myself. I never teach or share anything without activating it within my own energy first. It's just who I am. So for the whole month of May, I did not seek to answer the question. I stayed in the question. Tell me what that means. What that means is I kept asking the question, am I playing the game I want to win? No. Okay, so what do I want to win? What game am I in? What's going on here? Like rather than deciding on a particular answer and then going, right, that'll do, that feels good. So you didn't go into solution mode. You just got curious about the question. There's that curiosity question again. It's like staying curious. And I had a lot of conversations with people about what they're building, what brings them alive, what does it mean to have a magically aligned business, What are they doing? What's working? And I just stayed with it, stayed with it, stayed with it. And then towards the end of May, I was ready to have the very important meeting with my business. So what I believe is what we create has its own energy. Mm -hmm. So and examples of that would be the energy that is created between myself and my husband. Yep. There's energy that is that is not him, it is not me, it's the energy we create. Okay, yeah. And we do the same with the businesses that we create. I see everybody's business as its own entity. It has its own energy, which means the business has its own wants and desires. It has its own aspirations. It has its own highest vibration that's possible. And what we can do is we can have a relationship with the business as an entity. It's almost like it's on the team. It's one of your team members. That's, I mean, that's so clear. So you're thinking of the business as its own entity and with its own wants and needs and desires and aspirations, which 
by definition, therefore, means that the business is something that you can listen to. Yes. Okay. Okay. Right. I just wanted to check in that I'm with you. Carry on because this is really fascinating. And this is why I say I chose at towards the end of May, I was like, okay, I have been in curiosity and in listening and I feel like I have widened what I call the magical playground. Like I've, I've widened the possibilities here and now I'm ready to anchor that. So what I did is I spent two weeks where every morning after my initial cup of coffee, because that's sacred, let's just say that, we're just like, no one messes with my first get like that that's its own magic, absolutely. But by the time I was like up and awake and ready, I would make a second cup of coffee and I'd sit down with my notebook and I would have a very important meeting with my business. And I would literally be writing down and I would be I would be asking, okay, what do you want to tell me today? And for me, this is, you know, for me this is accessible work because this is the work, this is the realm I live in right, to do this. But just to like let everyone know who's listening, I've created a resource that steps you through this process because I understand that this isn't naturally an intuitive play is not is not natural for everybody. I was just going to say, and first of all, don't worry, people, I am going to link to the resource and we'll, we'll come back to that later. I'm going to link, uh, link to it in the um, show notes. But as you were saying that, do you know what came up for me was actually this isn't sounding weird to me. And I feel like it kind of should be. Hold on. So wait, you go and you take a pen and paper and you have a meeting with your business and you're asking your business, what do you want to say to me today? But as you were saying, it it didn't, didn't sound weird that it actually made so much sense. And I think that, and you know that I'm not a particularly spiritual person. It's something that I'm very curious about at the moment, but that didn't sound weird or strange to me. It actually made complete sense. So that in itself is really interesting to me, that it did make that much sense. It didn't sound strange. Yeah, because there's the difference between seeing the business as its own entity, something that you can have a direct conversation with, Mm. and something that makes you money or is working or is going to be successful or not. Like just to kind of open it up to actually shifting our relationship with our businesses so that I'm not saying you have to go 100% woo, the spirit of your business gets the final say in every meeting. That's not true Mm -hmm. because the spirit of your business is going to give you some really great tips and hints along the way and then we need to balance that with grounded, okay, well, I'm earthbound. What does that actually mean this quarter? Mm-hmm. how is that influencing my strategy because I'll tell you another example here so when I was creating the resource which you're going to link to which is called tap into the magic of your business I created a guided meditation which takes you into the boardroom takes you into the room where your spirit arrives and you have this very important meeting and so as I shared I always do as I teach so after recording the meditation I was like okay let's go. So I'm in the meeting room, I'm waiting for my business to turn up and hey, we all know I work in magic. I'm thinking I'm getting like fairy wings and sparkles or something walking in. (laughs) No, my business walked in dressed in a lab coat, a long white lab coat. And my business presented as a scientist. And I was like, well, this is interesting. 
so I, you know, the throughout the meditation visualization, you know, you're guided with particular prompts to ask your business. And one of them was, what would you like me to know? And my business said, you need to look at the details. You need to get into the research and look at the details. You are too far out. Come back to the finer details. Look at your business like a scientist would. Mm. And I was like, okay, well, I would have never come up with that myself as a strategy of the next step. But what I found then in after the meditation and starting to do that was starting to like look at parts of my business which I thought were on the trajectory of success. But then when I started to look at the data, I was like, wow, I spend a lot of time creating that content and it's actually not moving the needle on my profit. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What happens if I take that out? Makes a new, you know what I mean? So it started to inform the strategy. And what I found in looking at this data is there were parts of my business which I just simply didn't need. I could say no to them. I could create some space. I could simplify my business. Oh, and we know how good that feels. God, make that space, please. Mm-hmm. And I would have never tapped into that. Or maybe I would have. But I asked the spirit of my business directly and I was told directly, you go look at those numbers because I'm, a, I'm the big picture kind of, I love to dream, I want to go out there. You know, someone says, look at the numbers and I say, can I do that tomorrow? <laughs> I don't want to, even though it's, you know, it's important. How interesting that the meditation brought you a balance of focus because your natural default is the bigger picture stuff. That's easy. But there was something about treating your business as its own entity and therefore responding to its needs that aren't necessarily your needs, Deborah's needs. Mm -hmm. Deborah's need was not to analyze data that day. Deborah's need was probably to go and get on the beach. (laughs) (laughs) But that was the business need. And whatever that is, it brought the balance. Yeah, because the other thing about spirit and working in spiritual practice is I completely get it that it's woo. I completely get it. But if you ask spirit directly, what is your role? It would say, my role is to help you get done what you need to get done in your earthbound life. Mm -hmm. My role is not to, you know, invite you into the woo. My role is to support you in learning the lessons you need to learn, to build the families and the businesses that you are here to do, to write the books destined for you to write. Like spirit is at service to us, to get our stuff done. Like that's why we're here. Like why did we come here? If we're up in, you know, people say up in spirit is like, you know, the enlightened place. Well, why why would we come here? Well, we come here because we're here to learn some stuff and spirit supports us in that. So it's always going to tell you the truth. It's going to tell you the things like put the crayons down, Deborah, and get looking at the numbers mm-hmm. because you've gone too far into content creation because I love content creation. Yeah. I love it. I can do it all day long, all day long, content creation. I could just do this all day long. I could just have conversation after conversation with interesting people and um, put out a podcast every day. And that's fun. 
And it doesn't necessarily, it's not the balance point of our businesses because business is to, you know, be at service to the people we're serving and we want to be making some money. We want to be building success. We want to be building opportunity for ourselves. Right. And this is what's possible when you can tap into the spirit of your business because it will show you what maybe you can't see or haven't had an opportunity to look in that direction. It's all there. Perfect. That is a really perfect explanation and illustration, actually, of treating your business like this separate entity. Because I'm really captivated by this topic because I can already, I'm already so curious about it. I'm sort of chomping at the bit to get my hands on the free resource because (laughs) you know that I talk a lot about rewilding our businesses. And I think the journey that you've been on your with your business really speaks to that too. I think what you've done is exactly that. You've cut away what didn't belong to allow what does to thrive. And that for me is my definition really around rewilding your business. But what's so interesting for me is that if there is a way of tapping into our spirituality, the magic of our business to help us see what needs rewilding to see what isn't serving us any longer because sometimes I think the the concept is is really clear and the theory is really clear you know we know that most of our businesses are too cluttered most of us have too many offers most of us have too many different messages going to too many different ideal clients you know most of us know that but actually feeling into where the alignment is off is harder than you think. You don't want to kill any of your darlings, do you? Yeah, which is exactly why I created the second resource within this Tap Into the Magic of Your Business, which is another um, visualisation slash, you want to call it meditation, you can call it whatever you want, conscious breathing. And it's about actually the clearing. So within this visualisation, you're back in the meeting room but you've got the massive whiteboard there and you're seeing on the whiteboard all the different aspects of your business and not just the products and the clients but also the beliefs, the patterns of where the success is and where the limitations are and you see it all laid out in front of you and then you take the eraser and you choose in this visualisation what will I erase. Mm. So you are left clearly with what you actually need not everything. Yeah. It's another powerful tool because, again, it can be hard because you think I can't let go of that resource or I can't let go of, like I was the same. One of the things with tapping into the spirit of my business is I, for 10 years, have been very active in the grief transformation space. Yeah. Talking about how we can shift from our big life loss to our big life magic, how we repair our energetic hearts and why that's so important for our soul evolution. Like it's what my book is about. It's, you know, I've spoken on many, many platforms about this. And when I spoke to the spirit of my business, they said, you need to stop now. No more speaking about grief. Wow. We need you to, to evolve into speaking to all hearts not just grieving hearts. You are a spiritual teacher. The grief chapter is finished. And that was really difficult. Mm, I can imagine. 
it was really difficult. There was moments when I didn't want to let go because I was like, no, but that's who I'm known for. For 10 years I've been known as the woman who lost her child and is speaking about how we can actually lean into this, how spirit can support us to heal, Mm -hmm. sharing intimate details of my journey. And then suddenly I'm told, well, no, that's finished now. And I'm like, hold on a minute, am I finished? And you know what? I am. It just takes a while. We need to give ourselves some space also when we're in these transformation and these changes. We don't have to hear something on Monday and then have it active by Tuesday. Mm -hmm. We can build the bridge We can take the time. We can be in the evolution of self and evolution and transformation of business. It can take its time. Absolutely. I think that's actually really important, particularly if the message is kind of surprising, which my gut feel is that this exercise of really listening, which is what this is, isn't it? Yeah, it's listening to self. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I, I guess the answers are surprising. They're not what we thought we were thinking on the outside, I guess. And so you're absolutely right. Allowing yourself to set the pace, not feeling like anything has to be the thundering down of the shutter and close for business as from this day onwards. You know, it's not like that. It's not like that. I think it's it's equally as valid to take your time being curious about what's next. Absolutely. Mm. And continue to ask, how can I be supported in this? Mm-hmm. What is the next step? So this is when I was saying my second cup of coffee, I'm sitting there having a very important meeting with my business. I say, big life magic, what do you need me to do today? Mm-hmm. What's on the agenda today? And some days it was like, you need to go and unsubscribe from all of those things in your inbox, you know, things like that, really practical things. And then other days it was like, you know, we need you to start writing about different things now, you know. And I was like, okay, Mm, what do you want me to write about? (laughs) You know, it's like I don't have to have all the answers. It's like it can unfold. Yeah. It can take some time and it's not necessarily you're going to find the answer with sitting with your journal prompts, sometimes because we're opening up to show me the way, what are the steps, what is the alignment for this business, you end up having conversations with people. You end up being invited to speak on a particular podcast or to submit an article to a particular online platform or magazine and you're like, oh, so interesting, like what they want me to write about is exactly what I feel like writing about now. It's like these are the types of things that begin to open when you are also open and curious. And that that is manifestation. Like you've manifested that by being playful with your spirit. Yes. You're manifesting, you're in relationship with the spirit of your business and together you are at play in the magical playground, creating the opportunities that will expand what you do so you can serve and help more people and build whatever your measure of success is. Do you know, Deb, when I talk to you about this, I feel a bit silly. I think that's the word. I feel a bit silly. I feel a bit regretful around the way I have labelled things as woo-woo. And first of all, is that an insulting term? Maybe it feels a little insulting now when I say it. I don't know. 
Nah, I think it's a, it's it's one of those things that it's around. It's around. Yeah, I don't know that I like it, and and maybe the reason I don't like it now is because since getting more curious about this, and certainly from conversations with you and other people in this kind doing this kind of work. I've just suddenly realized that it's just a rubbish word to do or a phrase. Woo woo is a really, it is a rubbish description of this because actually there isn't anything nonsensical about this. No. And that's what I think woo woo suggests. I think woo woo suggests airhead or kind of like, oh, it's, you know, it's all just close your eyes and wish it you know and and it's not like that at all well it can be like that well yeah and I I guess it doesn't have to be like that is what I should say doesn't have to be like that there's there's definitely like you said it at the at the top of the piece there's some people who I'm like I wouldn't be following what that person says isn't that the same actually with this entire online arena that we operate in I mean yep you know, there's people I definitely wouldn't take business advice from. There's people I definitely wouldn't take health and fitness advice from. There's people, you know, and I think it is really up to all of us, isn't it, to be discerning around. And I think we all suffer from this huge, almost addiction to overconsumption now. And I think this is one of the things we need to do is really pick your people if you want to learn something, be discerning. Pick someone who's been recommended to you. Learn from someone that you really feel aligned with. You know, don't compromise. If you come across someone and you want to learn more, but there's something about them and there's some of the language they're using is putting you off or their approach to something isn't quite aligned with you, don't compromise. Wait and find the right person for you. And that is tapping into your own magic. That's when I say you are the magic. You can trust yourself. Your intuition will tell you this is the right way for me or your intuition will tell you, uh, 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 uh. And it's just being curious and listening because we all have intuition. Everyone's had that gut feeling. Mm -hmm. Everyone's walked into a room and could feel the energy. We are all naturally intuitive Mm -hmm. and that means we can balance that with our full earthbound humanness which is about making the choices that are best aligned for us. Mm. And when we feel someone who might be way too out in the woo or, you know, they feel like what they're sharing with you doesn't feel accessible to you, Mm -hmm. walk away. Yeah. Walk away and find another way. That's right. Yeah. Because like a lot of the work that I do, sure, it's in the magic realm. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you, I can go there. I can absolutely go there. I don't necessarily do that with everyone I work with because they don't need to go there. But really the work that I'm doing is around behaviour changes, Mm -hmm. working with beliefs, working with structure, structure, strategy and different ways of being. Mm -hmm. So I could completely describe what I'm doing and not speak about spirit and magic once. And I would still be talking about the same thing. And I think you could very easily just use slightly different language. And you're, like you say, you're still talking about the same thing. When you talk about intuition, I mean, I talk about intuition and listening to your gut all the time. But of course, I've just, it's just different language, but it's, it's absolutely still in the same realm. 
so just thinking about our audience, people in business, what would you say Deb, is something that they can take away and really go and do now? So first of all, we want them to download the resource, don't we? Is that where they should start? Well, yeah, but I think also you decide if this is something that you want to do. Right. This isn't necessarily going to be for everybody listening. Oh, no, absolutely. But I know it's going to resonate with some people. Yeah, and then maintain that curiosity and be open to, okay, I'm going to meet my business in a whole new way. What's possible with this new way? Be playful, be curious, take your time. Like the resource that I've developed, you may do it once and get some intuitive hits and some insights and be like, wow, that was great fun. Or like me, I do it once a quarter. So just recently, as we're changing seasons right now, as we're recording this, I've had some more meetings with my business, some more time deleting different parts. And I do have a new direction for this next quarter. It's not a brand new direction, but there is like, there was a few adjustments that myself and my business have made together. So for some people, it might be something that, you know, it's a regular meeting that you have. Mm. You get to choose. But the first thing is, am I open to this? Yeah. Do, do I want to be curious about my business as its own energy? Because if we are, then what we realize is we have this direct relationship to that. We're the people who created our businesses, which means we can create whatever we want. Yeah. Something that just came up for me as you were saying that was, do you ever find or did you find when you were going through this process with your own business, did you ever find a real misalignment with what you were hearing coming through and what you wanted or, you know, did anything feel wrong at the time that you then had to unpack to find out what the real message was? It's not so much wrong. I would say there was definitely some revealing. Mm -hmm. So the thing that revealed to me more than once is some different limiting beliefs that I had about myself, about the potential for my business, and I had to sit quietly with those beliefs and be present to, I created that belief about me or about who I can help, how I can help them. And am I ready to dismantle that? Mm -hmm. Because some of them were definitely not in the highest interest of me. You know, some of them around my writing and my speaking and some of it around my abundance and the possibility of prosperity within my business. These are some of the edges that that can feel not necessarily heavier. They just take some time to unpack. That's right. And I think that brings us back to that setting your own pace to process all of this. Yeah. This is something that I'm so in agreement with you on this because I think there are so many times when we're building a business that we're working to someone else's agenda. Yep. Maybe it's an expectation that we've 
perhaps set up in someone else's mind that we then feel we have to live up to. Or sometimes it's because we've been kind of bullied into this very rigid goal setting that we then feel that we cannot change a deadline on. And I I think rewilding your business, um, which just does really dovetail so beautifully with the work you do, I really do think that it gives us an opportunity to take back the time and energy for ourselves and to really do things our own way in alignment with our own pace. Absolutely. And then we get to decide. And the more that we actually have our hands on the wheel, the faster we're going to be able to go, the new landscapes we're going to be able to drive into. You know, like I definitely early in business was in the cookie cutter, this is what the coach told me is success. I have to do this on a Monday, that on a Tuesday. God, my spirit was so sad. It was like, I don't want to do this. I don't like it. (laughs) Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? It doesn't (laughs) feel fun at all. I think we have all been there at the beginning of that business. Oh, haven't we? Well, because we don't know what we don't know. So we have to believe what other people tell us to begin with. And then as our experience and our confidence grows, I think we get better at listening to our gut and we get better at making solo decisions. Mm-hmm. And then what I think work with perhaps people like you and people like me does is support we support our clients to actually need us less <laughs> because because we're giving them tools to do this alone we're giving them the tools to stop seeking constant validation of everything and to listen to self mm-hmm. yes to trust that you can make the choices that are in alignment for you yeah and also step into less should more fun You know, like that whole idea of like do what you love and the money will follow. I mean, I'm going to call a little bit of BS on that. There's a little bit bit more to it than that. There is. But with the businesses that we create, again, it's our creation. Yeah. So we get to decide what we want to create. And I think at some point along the line, sometimes we can forget that that we have all of these choices. It's the best bit of entrepreneurship is getting to choose every day the direction your day goes in. And I think the minute you are no longer doing that or no longer able to do that is where you need to call an emergency board meeting with your business. That's right. And you need to say, why is this happening? What do you need from me for this to change? Yeah, is there something that is outdated? Because mm-hmm. our businesses evolve, mm-hmm. like our spirits evolve. Yeah. And so if something is outdated, we need to let it go. That's right. If there's something that is brand new but we feel nervous about it, well, maybe we need to figure out the strategy so we step into mm. a new area of our business. Like for me, it's all balanced. Yeah. It's like we're listening to our intuition, we're listening to the spirit of our business and then we're balancing that out with, okay, what does that actually look like? What support do I need? What structures I need? Like how long will this take? Can I afford to do this now or does it need to wait until next quarter? Like we're doing practical as well as having the moment where your business walks into the boardroom and is dressed up like a scientist. Uh, that's you know, so like cool. Just having the mix of the both. 
in my head, I've got this image of your business walking in just as a scientist and saying to you, uh, sit down, please, uh, Deborah. We need to have a serious chat about this. <laughs> yeah, have the have the glasses on the edge of the nose and everything and, and the clipboard. Yeah, that's exactly what it was like. That's exactly what that's it was funny. like. Uh, Deb, I, honestly, I could talk to you about this all afternoon because it – it's, I'm so captivated by this topic and it's something that I am so curious about right now. So I know that you and I are definitely going to carry on talking, I'm sure. For those listening, where can people find out more about you? Because I know that you have exciting things coming up. You know, where can people find out what you're up to and reach out to you? So I would say if you're being curious and interested throughout this conversation, click the link and download the resource because mm. you can play along at your own pace. You may want to like dive into having this important meeting with your business immediately or you may take your time. So I invite everybody into tapping into that for yourself and then above and beyond that resource, I can be found all places, Big Life Magic. So there's the Big Life Magic website, the YouTube channel. As shared, I have a virtual community as well of the Magic Curious. So there's many ways that you can tap into me. But I do invite people, if you're interested in learning a little bit more about spiritual practice and what it might mean for you, I invite people to check out my YouTube channel. Okay. Because then you can you can choose to play along with what you what you want to learn or different types of meditation you might want to do. Because I believe you find your own way. I mean, I would be absolutely delighted to be a magical playmate and energy guide for anybody who is in need of um, that type of support. But I also trust in the magic of everybody listening that they can find their way. Oh, I love that. That's perfect. Thank you. And I'm going to put the links that we talked about into the show notes. I'll pop links to Deborah's website, etc. So you can go and have a good stalk of all her content. Have a look at her YouTube channel. And that is Big Life Magic. Deborah, thank you so much for this afternoon. It's been, yeah, brilliant conversation as always. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for the invitation and thank you everybody for listening and opening your own curiosity. Exactly. Bye for now. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that getting our heads together this week has filled your mind with what's possible. If you love the show, would you do me a massive favour, please? Would you leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts? It would really help me put more heads together reach more ears and expand more minds. Until next week, bye for now.